Obviously, we know what's going on. We know everything. I don't know what to say. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't tell, we are not very professional. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hey everyone, my name is Jad Yakin and I'm your host for That Was Crazy. I'm from Houston, Texas, and I'm a student from Baylor University, and I'm currently living in New York, where I'm on an internship program for film and digital media through iStand TV. In this episode, we're featuring Zach Uthman, who is one of my roommates here in New York City, and the experiences we both had since arriving at the beginning of the year. This is the first episode of many, and I really hope you enjoy it. Peace! So we have this program going on. Uh, we're here in Baylor, here in New York for Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all here again on internships and sick of bears. yeah, yeah. Sick of, mm-hmm. um, we all have uh, different stories going on everything um, and I just want to talk to you a little bit about your experience like what you're coming here for yeah and yeah, some of the sure. things you've been doing so uh, just like your first week I would say like let's focus oh. on because the first week is kind of what's yeah. setting the tone because mm-hmm. um, we come here you know it's a whole different city and everything and then you start feeling it out a little bit. And you're like, okay, I don't know if I can do this. Right, I don't know right, if I'm right. like it's, yeah. in anything yeah. like that. So, I mean, I don't know. Were there any things that happened during that first week? I mean, obviously, we got into rooming with each other. Right. And that we kind of hit it off from there. And we mm-hmm. had a good setup. But, yeah. I mean, were there any, like, little experiences you had with coming into work? I mean, you had an internship, right? Right. When you yeah. first came here. Yeah, so. I, was, I had an internship coming in. It was definitely cool. It was really nerve-wracking. It's the first time I'm from Texas, Houston. Lived with my parents, like, within, like, three hours. The longest is to Waco to drive mm-hmm. back. So I've always been driving distance from them. So, like, coming out here on my own, not knowing a single person. Like, I hadn't even texted you before yeah. we moved in together right. here. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't know. I like when you came up. I was like, "Is this guy cool?" Is he not? Like, <laughs> yeah. kind of like each other. Luckily, yeah, a little definitely, bit. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, but no. Yeah, it was a really strange first week, especially being in that quarantine, that four day quarantine because of New York and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That was pretty like, eh, you know. Yeah. But I didn't really start my internship too much. I just had like talks with my boss and stuff. But it was really cool, like coming in and realizing like, hey, you know, I'm on my own now. Yeah. I got this like cool little view out here, you know. And, right. Like, the city was like really intimidating at right. first, but like being in it for a while now, it's been really fun. Well, the thing I think about it the most is uh, whenever I'm thinking about what we're doing here and we're going through all these challenges, new city, new lifestyle, mm-hmm. everything, is that there are so many people who are will never get this experience in the first place yeah but the biggest thing that comes with that is like okay i'm putting myself outside my comfort zone which is really hard for a lot of people to do you know because you when you take when you're taking that extra step to like go out and do something um you're always like there's always that sense of like what if i fail what if something bad happens what if i don't go Mm -hmm. through with what i want to do like what all these what ifs so i just think that every time we speak about like what challenges we're overcoming and everything um Mm -hmm. it's just people people looking from the outside in they it almost feels like they should envy us in a way but yeah yeah i don't know it just feels like when if you can come and live in new york city my mindset is like why wouldn't you but also if you can live here and thrive here you can make it anywhere yeah it's kind of what i get from it but yeah, the city isn't nice to most strangers at all. So, like, being able to make it here is definitely, like, a, a staple for yourself if you do. Right. It's, like, a challenge. It's, like, an overcoming. And you're, like, hey, I finally did it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here. And I can do it. I can do it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. 
Probably wouldn't want to do it in LA just because LA is LA, but you know, New York still pretty tough too. Well, some people would differ, you know, because LA, you know, they have Hollywood, everything. All the, like, I mean, we're 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 internships. Our internships deal with film and mm-hmm. digital media, and and that's kind of our area of expertise. So New York, LA is kind of like the the two big cities, I would say, when people are looking for jobs in that industry. Right, right. But a lot of people I've noticed, like on our program, they would choose New York over LA. And I wonder if it's just because we have a program that comes to New York mm-hmm. or it's just because L.A. has this kind of vibe that goes there. Yeah, I, I think know. about it a lot. I've been to both places now. This is my first time in New York, but I've been to L.A. before. And I think a lot of what L.A. brings with it, there's like a little toxicity around with the people, a lot of that clout chasing and mm-hmm. that like no one will hang out with you unless you have numbers on your social media or stuff like that. And that's how a lot of our generation works nowadays. So it's just being around that crowd. You see that less in New York where everyone just doesn't care where you come from, who you are, what you come from. It's just like you are the image you present yourself to be in those first 10 minutes of talking. Whereas in LA, I feel like there's more people stalking your social media, seeing what you have, what are you and what you aren't instead of just meeting the person inside, which I feel like, you wouldn't think New York would be like that, but it is. They do care more on the East Coast about like inside than I feel like on the West yeah. Coast. So it's superficial. It's funny you mentioned that because I did have a friend who he went to LA because something on his social media blew up and like he became friends with all these social media influencers right. and they have like this kind of like in group thing. And like, you know, he's kind of one of my buddies. I mean, we weren't like tight or anything, mm-hmm. super close, but like he was one of my buddies or whatever. But now it's like I probably couldn't even get him like like hit up hit him up or something to you know like hey how you doing like let's hang out sometimes because he has that social status you know so these people Mm -hmm. are like it almost feels like they're kind of above you or in a way but i mean i just i've never lived in la but um i do think that it is an opportunity i would like to experience at some point right but i mean everything that's going on with here here with us is just i mean we have so much opportunity coming from our internships and our jobs like i just think that it's important for us in these next few months to feel it out like what we're what we're doing like if we like the job that's going with us um just every little step along the way and just kind of process that and then think about where you want to go from there yeah you know yeah growing up is it's it's fun and it's nice to have all that freedom and be able to be like hey we're here we're doing this and now we're gonna get to pay taxes and like <laughs> dude in like six months yeah. i might have life insurance like yeah. what like i will be paid i am someone's going to decide a price of like when you die you're worth this much and this is what your family gets right. like that's just terrifying. it's adulting like we were talking about I, this the other yeah. night it's like oh adulting is fun but it's like it's not though at the same time. <laughs> like, i don't want to pay taxes i don't want w4 what a 401k yeah. like i don't need that I, well i always feel like growing up i'm it's been my mission to like stay a child at heart. Yeah. Because for I sure. always like having that vision and just yeah. like feeling, you know, we childhood stuff, we man. we it's, it's we, cool. we binge watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's literally like it's lit. It brings us home. Yeah. Like it reminds us of our childhood. But I think um, one thing I learned about recently was about how uh, it was it was a poem I read uh, back in school at Baylor. I can't remember the name of the poem, but the basic premise of it was that how kids see the world and mm-hmm. adults see the world are completely different. Mm-hmm. And they it's almost like there's a filter when you grow up in mm-hmm. a way to where like yeah. if you're a kid, like you see things in a different way to where it's just more vibrant, more 
influence or non-influenced and Mm -hmm. you just have this you you really don't care about like anything else other than like what's going on in your head right Right. now and that's why i think kids are so easily influenced by uh just outside sources and things coming in but and then you get into social media and it's just like what is happening you know like people all these trends that go on and everything that it just and it's crazy because yeah. our generation is kind of the first to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Like our parents didn't have Instagram, didn't have Snapchat, didn't have like unlimited access to the internet, which honestly no like 10-year-old should. Yeah. So it's, there's a lot on there, man. And so like I feel like it was a challenge for our parents to raise us in that sense of like, oh, like what is this? They don't understand what it is. So we just kind of got it unfiltered and like saw in a completely and grew up in a completely different way with all this stuff and knowledge at our fingertips, which is awesome. But at the same time, there's a lot of toxicity out there that we weren't sheltered from, I think, which is kind of crazy to think of. Right. Which they're getting better at now. They're trying to, at least. Yeah. Still have TikTok and stuff. Well, the thing know. I that, – that's – it's crazy because the thing the biggest problem I have with social media influencers or just things that become popular online are these people who are brought up for their toxic personalities mm-hmm. or encounters and you see yeah, like what's a little Asian girl who like makes fun of people you know what I'm talking little about tay, little, little tay. Tay. like yeah. she's rich because she's rich yeah. and that's the thing it's like what, but why? like her whole childhood and life has been screwed up because oh, yeah. of, catch me outside girl stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. And, and I just think the fact that they are the ones being brought up is it, it, they shouldn't be relevant as opposed mm-hmm. to the people who are doing things right. working hard to make a better difference in the world, yeah. whether it's just by doing their everyday job or actually mm-hmm. being one of those people who is, who are very influential in the world and social media. Mm-hmm. Because when you start having all these people who come up in social media who are the toxic personalities are doing things that are just like really just not typical and mm-hmm. just not something you would say as like, okay, this is... Right. Something I'd want my child to watch right. or something like we that. We need more Oprahs in the world. Less when, little Tays. When you ha- sure. Yeah, when you have a bunch of little Tays running around, mm-hmm. the world just, I feel like it starts taking everyone down yeah. a path where it's just like, okay, it's cool to be like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but that's what happens it, when these kids get raised on their phones. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't know the right from wrong. They're just seeing all this stuff on the internet and they find like this one thing funny. And since they weren't taught any better of like, hey, don't like this girl's page, don't whatever. Mm-hmm. They bring up some toxic person and they become toxic themselves through it. Yeah. So that's why you do have to like, I feel like as an adult being, becoming an adult when I do have a kid eventually, like I might be not like strict per se, but I'll like, you know, know how to deal with that now, mm-hmm. you know, and have him watch like the last airbender instead of some yeah. bad thing on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. You know, I also thought of it, it was like an idea. It's like growing up, like I think we had the best cartoons. We had the best shows <laughs> yeah. by far. Like, oh, no doubt about it. Definitely. Imagine making like a Netflix, like 20 years later down the road where you get, collect all of the cool like TV shows, like mm-hmm. Teen Titans, Last Airbender, other stuff. And mm-hmm. then like you rent that and then you buy that so you can raise your kids on the back of cartoons and stuff. <laughs> Just like, like your generational yeah, cartoons. Heck yeah, dude. yeah, for sure. I, I, I could definitely see that. I yeah. mean, I'm sure they will do something like that because mm-hmm. I mean, have you like seen some of the, I mean, we're not going to say they're bad, like the cartoons. And Some of them are bad, too. Some, well, okay, They remade okay. Teen Titans. If you see the bubble characters, it was awful. And it just I wasn't. Not, it's I like, it's so bad compared to, like, there was an actual story arc and there was, like, meaning behind right. each episode and stuff. And yeah. now it's just, like, <laughs> and I, that's It's because, like, with TikTok and all these things, kids are losing their um, their ability to, like, focus on something for longer than five minutes. So they right. just need, like, big, bright things instead of just, like, actual 
story and actual whatnot, you know, character development, if you will. Yeah. Well, I get that. Um, it's interesting that we are talking about that because we, I mean, just how we are upbringing with shows and different uh, influences from media and mm-hmm. different aspects of our lives, just YouTube, anything like all the influential people who were in within our lives growing up. I think that's had a really big effect on the outcome of how we carry ourselves today. Mm-hmm. Like if you go into a job now, you're more focused on, okay, how can I do this as best as I can, as opposed to being someone who's just, who can't, like you said, you can't focus on something for more than five minutes or something like that. Right, right. And I think that really is a big problem because if you have a generation of people who can't focus, then how is anything going to get done? Yeah, a lot of so, animal. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's another, that might be the sad truth. That might be the sad truth. That's another thing too. Is people just depend on that stuff nowadays as well. So right, it's crazy. Yeah, because I mean, it's 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 not something. I mean, looking at it from a standpoint of like, okay, if you have to rely on something to make you focus better, or mm-hmm. like, well, obviously some people like they're prescribed stuff like that, and they take medications because mm-hmm. they have certain problems. But I think the getting as close as you can to being um pure and um just going based off your pure personality and like hard work like mm-hmm. i think that's what should be sought after yeah regardless of if you have like a prescription or medication right. you you're know. losing a little bit of that nowadays too mm-hmm. you are but i mean there's a lot of it in the world too there's still a lot of positivity there's a lot of good things being done and whatnot you know i mean look at a gme to the moon break it down yeah. Wall street for example like people can use it to come together. Maybe that's not the best example of a good <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah. but I think it was. It was like take from the rich Robin Hood cut. If stuff, if so. anything, it's just show. It goes to show how I mean a group of people can start a movement. I yeah. mean, it doesn't have to be. I mean, like these reigning companies and corporations, mm-hmm. they all oversee everything that happens and control media, mass media, everything that's happening. Right. But then what people don't realize is that if you come together, you can literally do anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect examples, like you said, mm. GME. Yeah. That was just. I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. No even, one has. That's I'm, the thing. I'm not crazy. even in like crazy with stock market or anything mm. like that. But just the volume of that was insane. But then there's another like flip side to that, which is cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Like, as a community, like on Twitter or just in social media in general, a group of people can make something happen, and it's just whether if they do it for good or for bad. And it's like I hate cancel culture. I think it's awful to completely ruin someone's complete life work because of one thing they said or another whether it did offend a bunch of people which probably isn't a good thing but on the other hand it's like everyone has their days everyone has their times a lot of people are less understanding of that even though themselves do the same things you know i feel like a lot of perception of people nowadays we came into we used to think everyone who was a celebrity was amazing back in the days like every president was fantastic like everyone loved the president, no matter if you were a Republican or a Democrat, like at the end of it, he was like, that is our president, super patriotic. And now we have like, we had Donald Trump and there was a lot of people who didn't like him. And there were things that you found out more about him because of like the technologies we have. It's harder to hide and just put up a curtain and stuff. Like right. JFK got away with doing all that stuff with his wife and stuff like that. But like at the beginning, we just thought he was awesome and that he was like the, they were the perfect couple. Mm-hmm. So losing that sense of like privacy and then also with the continuation of a horde mentality that is cancel culture can make 
make for something bad at the same time. I think it, there are two two sides to that because mm-hmm. I mean it's really good that you can do sort of, sort of background checks and like mm-hmm. see what's been happening in a person's yeah. life, obviously. But then there's also these things that were that get brought up from people who are on the uprise of popularity or fame or just success and then they get brought down like heavily because of something they tweeted when they were 10 or something like yeah that. yeah i've seen that happen before and it's crazy and it just to me it's like okay i get i get it it's it's bad whatever they yeah. said tweeted but you got to understand think about when you were that age right think about the th- things that you did like mm-hmm. you it takes a long time to if figure out year old wrong from Twitter, right. i wouldn't have a job right now i can guarantee you that right. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't end well you yeah. know might be just saying some stupid stuff i might be saying something that was mm-hmm. and like things that are offensive back then weren't or were now you know like everything changes like that so to hold someone up to yeah especially like from two to four years like in the past or whatever and then bring it up later on and not get a job a career like ruin their lives over it mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous i mean i can't i can't believe people still do that but back on the topic of new york you know like living here has been such a culture shock i think mm-hmm. i don't know about you 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 grew up in texas right in houston well i, I was born in houston uh when i was very very young mm-hmm. my family had to move to new york city oh. for my father's job right right uh, but then we, we eventually moved back okay so but yeah i grew up in houston i, c- I couldn't even remember okay so basically coming here for this time was my first time i would say yeah i've moved around a lot like i was born in houston and when i was one i moved to venezuela for Four years, moved to Puerto La Cruz for six, then came back here, and then um, I visited London for a little bit. wasn't long enough to say, like, I lived there, I feel. Mm-hmm. And um, coming here is definitely kind of the craziest culture shock, I think. Like, the atmosphere around, like... In Texas, everyone's like, hey, how you doing? You know, even if you're walking on the street, like, you smile, you nod, like... You do not that get here. that here. You do not get... The yeah. only acknowledgement you get from strangers is... Hobo's asking for change. That's literally <laughs> the it. sad truth. Yeah, huh? it's kind of crazy. It's insane, but it's like makes me sad sometimes. I also miss the ability to yell. Have you noticed that at all? Like, I feel like I can't scream. Like, I had a backyard. Like I go woo or yeah. whatever. Mm. Like, it, it being in like such a compact place with so many people, I can't yell anymore. I can't scream. Like, sometimes I'll just be on the subway and I'll be like, let's go! Because yeah. it's so loud coming by that no one can hear me, so no one's yeah. just, like, looking at me. It just covers Yeah, you. so I see how people, like, go absolutely insane in the city. Yeah. Just being around someone at all times. Yeah, because I feel like if you went out and you were to just scream like that without a subway passing by, someone would be like, oh, God. Like, you're crazy, yeah. You're either crazy or something really bad is happening Oh, yeah, you. dude. I mean, I've had my share. I know, I don't know what you've had, but I've had my fair share of crazy oh, people in New York. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. Mean, there are obviously like we can talk about positive things here, but I mean, mm-hmm. there are definitely some things I've encountered here yeah. with people who are just looking for a fight. Or oh something yeah. Like I literally that. got punched in the face on a train. I told you about this, but yeah. like, so I was, um, I go, I live in, we live in LIC, which is Long Island city, which is right next to Manhattan. But I, my job is in uh, Long Island. So it's about like an hour and a half commute. Like I have to get on a subway to get on a train to get there. And then I do the same thing on the way back. And one day after work, I go in, go in once a week on Thursdays. I'm on my way back. I get on the train, and I'm FaceTiming, like, a friend. And I'm talking to her because we have class the, the same time. Like, I come back, and I have to go to class. And I wanted to do a little bit of the reading for that class beforehand. Right. And so I was asking her, like, oh, like, what is, like, the chapter today, whatever. I just want to read it on the train so I'm not wasting my life away. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, when you're on the train, like, everyone's quiet so everyone can hear everything. Yeah. And this dude 
heard me and he thought maybe I was talking about him like, we're wasting our lives on these trains. We're losers if we ride the train. Like, yeah. I don't have a car or something like that. I don't know what he's thinking. out of context. Yeah, yeah out of context. Yeah. He stands up and he starts screaming slurs at me, like going insane. And at first he stands up and he starts screaming and I'm looking at him and I'm like on FaceTime my friend. I'm like, oh my gosh, this dude's screaming. He's about to fight someone. <laughs> and then this dude dead... <laughs> makes eye contact with me and starts walking towards me I'm like I think he's yelling at me <laughs> and then I'm just laying down on like this three row seat by myself like with my phone in my hands and he's just looking at me screaming he'd like had graham crackers he's just spitting debris at me and stuff and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to start kicking this man I'm gonna have to defend myself and I was freaking out and he leaves and he goes to sit on like another cart of the train or whatever and I know the guy who works the train at this point because I've been like on the same time whatever few like weeks now mm-hmm. and I tell him like oh by the way like there's this crazy dude he just yelled at me like threatened to take like I'm gonna be the reason he goes to prison again yeah. like stuff like this yeah. can you just like watch it he's like yeah sure 30 minutes later I'm like reading the thing and he comes back and he starts yelling at me again this time I'm ready I stand <laughs> up like in defense position like oh god I'm gonna have to fight this man yeah. he punches me in the face so I punch him back and then the guy who what I, I told like the train conductor worker like tackles him to the ground has these zip ties puts him down the train stops he just throws him off the train and we go Cops didn't come, nothing like that. They, like, it was, like, clockwork, and he was just, like, another day in, in, in the New York. They thing. didn't do anything about it. They just Dude, no. Like, I could have filed a police report for assault, and they just, like, no, nah, just get him out of here. I'm just, like, See, and that's crazy one of the people, man. big things, like, the culture shock you were talking about. You come here, it's just, like, okay, that's just an everyday thing. I feel like if something any of any relation to that or any closely uh, resembled any closely like that would, in Texas or anything. Would, yeah. That would, would not, not fly. fly. That, would, <laughs> that would just not be okay. <laughs> Like, I would have, like, like I was like, dude, can I call a cop? It's like, ah, it just happens. So I was yeah. like, no, really? Like, it, no one was phased. No one tried to help me. No one did anything. Like, there's other people on the train. They just looked at their phones. They're like, okay, that's not my problem. Yeah. You're on your own here, man. You're on your own here, which is another thing about growing up. It's yeah. kind of crazy, but, you know. Well, would you say that was the most negative thing you've had? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I've loved the city of New York. I've had yeah. a great time. I don't even regret that. If anything, that was, like, just kind of a crazy learning experience. I wouldn't <laughs> welcome even to it. New York. Yeah, literally. That's, like, your welcome to New York moment. Like, you know, people have, like, the welcome to the NFL moment when they just get hit really hard. And they're like, that was well, your, I'm not in college anymore. That you was know? your welcome to the yeah, NFL. I'm not in college anymore. I'm in freaking New York City, mm-hmm. you know, on an internship. Doing my own things and getting in fight with hobos on the, yeah. <laughs> on the train sometimes. Well, the, beside the fact that we've had, I mean, I've had some experiences, nothing of the sort like that. Even yeah, that, that was definitely. I mean, drastic. I've had some negative. That was stuff definitely happen, drastic. But I would definitely say, in my time being here, that I overall had positive, the yeah. overall the positive would definitely outweigh the negative. And mm-hmm. the thing I think mostly that we could both relate to is the people that we have on this program, right? And just how well we get along because of everything we're doing and just like how we carry ourselves and maybe because of like how COVID has affected the group as a whole and just mm-hmm. like how the whole program has changed because of it and they have different selections going on and in, in different majors but I think for the most part we've all gone along really well yeah and everyone's gone together because I mean we are our, our program director they would tell us about the previous program mm-hmm. and how things happen with them because they got it in like the main like the main wave of COVID, yeah, like everything right in being just affected, got shut down, everything. and they were talking about how they were all depressed being here, yeah, because they were all stuck in their homes, just they're doing here nothing. for. We had a four day lockdown; they had a fourteen day lockdown. Yeah. so that's just like I was tired of four, so I can't imagine mm-hmm. an extra ten days. It'd be crazy. Well, yeah, we kind of got lucky, but I mean, mm-hmm. I I definitely feel like, and we've talked about how we can 
we could make it through a 14 day quarantine. I Obviously, so it wouldn't be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think we could do it. Yeah. But just the fact that, I mean, how some of the implications and what they've talked about of the past group is just like, it, it seems like they didn't get along yeah. at all. And yeah. I think that's a huge deciding factor for us. Like, we come here, mm-hmm. first of all, roommates, like me and you. And yeah. Jack as well, our other yeah, roommate. Like, roommate. We're He's all, cool. He's all right. Uh, <laughs> beautiful hair. Beautiful mane, though, I will say. And it's got locks of love, for sure. But, I mean, we all – we just clicked really well. I mean, we all love the same things for the most part. I mean, yeah, we get yeah, along. We all get our work done. I mean, mm-hmm. things happen. But also the rest of the group, like, we're all pretty chill with each other, and everything kind of flows really well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – the best thing I could say that has come out so far aside, I mean, jobs and internships aside, I would say friendships, friendships, bonding, love. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're right. Well, also it was talking, I remember Benji, one of our professors, he was telling us like, um, he, he had gone on the trip before when he was a student and now he's like a grad student teaching us. Mm -hmm. And he said like, he found that the groups that come here that don't know anybody at all actually come together closer as a whole because they're forced to meet everyone. Or if you come here with just like a group of like, if me, you and Jack knew each other and didn't know anyone else, we would just hang out with us and then mm-hmm. not try and get to know everyone. Right. And since we didn't know a single person, we kind of were forced to get to know everyone. And then we all became a huge, big group. And now we're all like hanging out and we're going mm-hmm. to karaoke on Friday. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. 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 Speaking of karaoke, what are you, what are you going to sing when you go out there? So you gotta I pick mean, a song. I, I was talking with Jack the other day because yeah. I was like, dude, I don't know what to like, <laughs> like, should I like look stuff up or something? You got to be prepared. You got to yeah. come prepared. Um, cool. I was thinking about Live and Let Die, Paul McCartney. Live and Let Die. Because we came back the other night. That's a good karaoke song. We, we came back the other night. I mean, it is all right, you know. But, but like mean, for karaoke, I like Yeah, it. but we came back and he was like cooking and then I just like saw the song on one of my playlists and I was like, I'm going to just play it. And then, because we had had that conversation, like, what should I sing or something like that? <laughs> and he was like, bro, this should be your karaoke song. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I got a few in the bag too. I got a few in the bag. Like Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. I know that by heart. Like I could sing that right now. <laughs> that would be a good one. Yeah, I could see for it. sure. Just something to get the, the crowd. Also, yeah, right, Bust yeah. a Move by Young MC. But it's all old school, mm-hmm. like like fun rap, dude. Mm-hmm. That, that's going to be good stuff. Mm-hmm. We got to get everyone to come out. It'll be a good time. Well, and karaoke has been, I mean, yeah, it's going to be great. But we've also had some crazy experiences oh crazy yeah good experiences mm-hmm. with other restaurants and places we've been to yeah. i mean we have some spots we go frequently i mean there's terry and yaki right outside we have a little food truck out there and he's it's become awesome. quite popular amongst yeah yeah every, all, group, all 12 of us have gone now and yeah repeat customers for sure at that yeah. place that, I mean, that, that place is really cool and then obviously johnny's bars we're patrons now at a, a nice little dive bar yeah. love the place Feels like home. Yeah. Tony, the, the master out, of master disaster. Shout out, Tony. Shout out, Tony. So that's the bouncer at the bar that we love, and Christina, the bartender. Yeah. They take good care of us there. Yeah, we literally like. I feel I love that too because we found like a kind of home. It's like a dive bar. It reminds me a lot of like yeah. our college bars in Waco yeah. and stuff like that. So it's like we 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 made a home in New York already. We've only been here like six weeks. Mm-hmm. Like we we're definitely living it up and like we made the most of it. We've definitely taken advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We're Dude. not like whining about it or like and i mean we have our struggles like 
my internship isn't always easy all the time. Like right. it's like a lot of work. I mean, same with Jack. Yeah. Sometimes he has Definitely. problems with his internship and even you, like you didn't even have an internship coming here. Yeah. But you still came here with a positive outlook and then now look where you are. You make yeah. a podcast, you have a positive yeah. outlook and you positivity comes towards positivity. That's just what you give out comes back in. I hundred percent. Big that. shout out to I stand TV. <laughs> I stand. <laughs> Got you. Baby. But yeah, I mean, that goes along with how, I mean, I'm sure even after they had like the past group for this trip, I mean, they had their quarantine and then they were able to do so, but it, it still felt like from what we've heard that they were doing things in a sense where it's like, okay, I want to do things, but I don't want to do them with y'all. Like y'all, yeah. you're in my group, but you're not my friends. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone in this group I could say is my friend. Yeah. We've been here for a little over a yeah. month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like I like yeah. them a little bit. Yeah, they're really cool guys. Everyone's really cool. Everyone's yeah. really cool, and everyone seems to be like into the same stuff. The most, I mean, you expect that with film students. We even have like PR students mm-hmm. or journalist majors that are just like they love film as well. Like, yeah, one of the journalists in here, Shannon, she's a uh, a film minor, so mm-hmm. I think she kind of got like what coming to New York was about and stuff like that. And she so. also puts a lot of good input on like class discussion. Yeah, no, like she really cares right. and she's really interested in the, in, yeah. the, in the subjects we're learning. So I think that's cool. Yeah. And you wouldn't really expect that from, I, I mean, I guess you could, but from PR, journalists. PR, no, that's the thing. Like, you, you don't, you don't think them, they would care about the stuff. Cause sometimes I see about. Shanda mentioning things that you don't even I'm recognize. Like, You're whoa, like, whoa. like how did you know that? Like, right. You make these observations where I'm just like, oh, okay, wow. Yeah. It's like, really cool. What people can like maybe. do when they're passionate about something, yeah. you know? So, yeah, you know, I like it. Yeah. I like it here a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the first episode. If you want to find out more about iStand TV or me, go online to iStand.tv or check out our various social media platforms, which will be displayed at the end. I hope you enjoyed and keep an eye out for the next episode. Peace.